That music is an invitation, an invitation to sit up and join me as we look into God's Word. This isn't your parents' Bible study or some pre-printed material from your denomination. Each episode, we tear into God's letter to humanity to see what would God have us know about Himself, about the world around us, and about ourselves. I am Brother Mitchell from the Discipleship Center, and you are listening to the TDC Podcast. So as we continue our study in Romans, we find ourselves in the middle of chapter 11, starting at verse 11, talking about God's remnant. The text says, So I ask, did they stumble in order that they might fall? By no means. Rather, through their trespass, salvation has come to the Gentiles, so as to make Israel jealous. Now, if their trespass means riches for the world, and if their failure means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their full inclusion mean? Now, I am speaking to you Gentiles, inasmuch then as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry in order somehow to make my fellow Jews jealous, and thus save some of them. For if their rejection means that the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? If the dough offends at first fruits is holy, so is the whole lump. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. But if some of the branches were broken off, and you, although a wild olive shoot, were grafted in among the others, and now share in the nourishing root of the olive tree, do not be arrogant towards the branches. If you are remembered, it is not you who support the root, but the root that supports you. Then you will say, branches were broken off so that I may be grafted in. That is true. They were broken off because of their unbelief, but you stand fast through faith. So do not become proud, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. Note then the kindness and the severity of God, severity towards those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you, provided you continue in his kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. And even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted back in. For God has the power to graft them in again. For if you were cut from what is by nature a wild olive tree and grafted, contrary to nature, into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these, the natural branches, be grafted back into their own olive tree? Time is part of God's creation to give our short lives some direction and purpose. We see time in one direction, and that's forward. So things happen, and then more things happen in response to actions, and so on and so on. From our limited perspective, we see that the nation of Israel rejected Christ, and so a way for salvation was provided in Christ's death. And because of his death, salvation was offered freely to all the world. From God's perspective, this was his plan all along, because God is sovereign. God, in that he directs things according to his plan, instead of being a reactionary God who sits around saying, "Ah, shucks, I guess I'll have to come up with plan B. How many of you in here are in a farming or gardening background? Well, when they talk about grafting olive branches here, they're talking about adding branches from one plant to another plant's rootstock. For example, There are some varieties of pears that can be grafted onto an apple tree. 
Another example in my backyard, we planted a multi-variety apple tree onto a dwarf rootstock. So instead of waiting 10 years for a full-grown apple tree, we only had to wait about two or three years. The tree is smaller, and since apples aren't self-pollinating, they need different variety of apples to pollinate them. So the three different varieties grafted into this one rootstock take care of that. You know, blah, blah, blah. So what, what's all this farming stuff, right? Well, just like that pear was grafted onto the apple tree, us Gentiles are grafted into God's plan of salvation in the form of the church. Now, having a depraved mind, you can see through history that many people, groups in Asia, Europe, and North Africa brought their racist tendencies with them into the church. Great theologians, pastors, and teachers who had the flaw of racism and thought that they could justify their thinking in that the Jews rejected God. Well, these men brought pridefulness or an attitude of superiority into the church and the feeling of that the church was more than Israel or better than Judaism and that the church replaced Israel and the Jews have no future. The problem with that is God's word is ever true and his promises endure forever. God does still have a plan for Israel and it is the church that is actually temporary. This is my opinion, but I feel I could support it with scripture. This passage makes the statement that, for if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. Note then that the kindness and the severity of God, severity towards those who have fallen, but God's kindness to you, provided you continue in his kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. I believe that there is coming a time when the church, by and large, will become so apostate as to be basically useless and will at that time actually be cut off to make room for the rest of the natural olive branches or Israel to be regrafted into God's plan. And that time will be at the rapture of the church or the second coming, depending on how you view end time eschatology and how it actually plays out. And that the apostate or false church will be cut off and God will bring his full attention to bear on his beloved chosen people of Israel again. And that will be the times of great tribulation that the book of Revelation describes. But what about you? Right now, God has made room for you to receive his kindness too. Your sin has caused a problem between you and God, and there will literally be hell to pay if it's not taken care of. But Jesus is the answer to your problem. God loved mankind enough that he sent his son to die for all of our sins. The question is, will you repent and turn away from your life of sin and turn to Jesus and follow him? If you want to know more about this great salvation we talk about, go over to my website, discipleshipctr.org, and click on that button at the top about salvation, and you can learn how you can be saved too. The Discipleship Center and its subsidiaries, TDC Aquaponics and TDC Farm, are a registered 501c3 charity serving in the not-so-beautiful city of Kekakee and its surroundings. Have you or a loved one been struggling with substance abuse, chronic unemployment, need some work experience after a recent incarceration, or just failed to move on to a more productive phase of life? There is hope just around the corner with the Discipleship Center, where every life matters and we strive to fulfill the Great Commission one life at a time. Check us out on the web at www.discipleshipctr.org today.